Hey guys, this is Jack Noseworthy from Event Horizon, and you're listening to Thinking Outside the Box. When it comes to judges, you just don't know what the fuck they're going to do. You're listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box with Juan Doyle, Gabe, and Tim's a bitch. everybody, welcome to this episode of Thinking Outside the Long Box. I'm Gabe. I'm Doyle. I'm Tip. I'm Juan, and I almost fucked that up. Hey, guys! <laughs> Hi! I'm here this time! <laughs> uh, Wrath of Man is a 2021 action thriller film directed by Guy Ritchie. Is that from, what we're talking about? Um, uh, yeah. Wrath of Thunder? <laughs> no, I was just, like, wait a minute, what? No, usually I say what we're talking about, and then you oh, say it, and then we skip that step, and I was like... Shit! <laughs> Watch no hey game, what are we again. talking about? Today we're talking about Wrath of Man. All right, Wrath of Man is a 2021 action thriller film That's directed so by dumb. Guy Ritchie from a script he co-wrote with Ivan Atkinson and Marn Davies, loosely based on the 2004 French film Cash Truck by Nicholas Bookrief. Also a very good movie. I looked it up after we watched this. It's Ritchie's fourth directorial collaboration with lead actor Jason Statham. Fourth, it feels like. 30th. But. Yeah, because he's in like <laughs> fucking everything. So, <laughs> this isn't an aside, but it feels the same way. So, a couple weeks ago was Pam Greer's birthday, and I watched three Pam Greer movies in a row, and they all co star Sid Haig. And I was like, <laughs> what's going on there? And then I looked, and they're all written and directed by the same guy. I was like, Apparently, that dude really, really digs Sid Haig. Ooh. Oh, man, more watermelon. Um, so, the budget for this movie was $40 million, and in the COVID area, it made a respectable $126.7 million. It so is a pretty popular movie for the times. one of right. the first movies that I... Well, it's the first movie that I got to go to the crest and see since COVID. I was very excited about that. I fucking dig the shit out of this movie. You are pretty fucking jazzed about this movie. Yeah, so I like Guy Ritchie movies already. Like, I like kind of the aesthetic of how he, like, frames fight scenes and the way he, like, creates these, like, super tough guy British characters. Like, that's really fun to me. Like, is a it's a kind of movie that I really like. British gangster movies, right? Yeah. What's awesome about this is this is a step beyond, like, your typical Guy Ritchie movie that might have, like, a kind of convoluted plot but it's pretty straightforward this is like something that like builds and builds and builds on itself and you don't know quite what's going on until you get really far into the movie and i really really liked the way they built his character and then like rebuilt the backstory of his character especially the scene where his friends who you you later find out they're the people that work for him are robbing an armored truck that he's guarding <laughs> and he opens the back door takes his mask down and the guy's like yeah we're the fuck out of here like <laughs> let's go now like i it was incredible like it's they I, looked I, at him I, like he had no soul <laughs> <laughs> i really really like this movie i i, I like guy Ritchie movies oh already. shit it's a ghost I think she's just fucking with you. <laughs> what the fuck? There's bacon on the glass. 
What is wrong with her? Who is it? It's my wife being psychotic for some reason. Banging on the window and flapping bacon against the window. That is not a euphemism for breasts. It's bacon! I don't know. This this is a step above a regular Fucking guy Ritchie slapping her bacon. So I love Jason fucking Statham. I will watch pretty much so, anything he's in. I knew yeah, that I was gonna. Sure. I, I knew I was gonna like this movie when I got when I went in because it's a. I love Jason, Jason Statham. Statham. Yeah. The cool thing about this movie it's it's not a normal fight him up Jason Statham movie. Nope. He doesn't really throw fists all that often. You know, <laughs> nope. it's mostly but, very stoic shooting people in the face and shit. Like he, it's a very toned down Jason Statham movie in he, my opinion. He plays a really cold-hearted and like cold character where he's able to do things that most people would flinch at without even betraying that he has a single emotion about it like i think the perfect example is when he when he's in the in the hideout of the guys that are running the child porn ring and they're like, well, what do we do with those guys? And he just, boom, 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 boom. And, like, just, that's it. He just kills them and walks off. He's all nothing. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, you can tell that he's angry, but, like, only by his actions, not by his right. emotional, like, output. It's, yeah. How old are those girls? Not old enough. All right, give them all the money. Yeah. <laughs> Go get something nice, one of the guys says. <laughs> I was like, that's fucked up. You should probably, like, drive them somewhere. <laughs> right? They probably need to go to a hospital. Yeah. I don't know. It's a fucking... It's so good. Should we talk about, like, what the plot, yeah. like, is, is? So, so the movie revolves around Jason Statham's character, who clearly, intentionally gets hired on to an armored truck company. And you don't really know why for a very long time, but it turns out that he's investigating to figure out who murdered his son in a botched uh, armored car robbery because he was there on watch out for the same armored car company. And like another outsider group basically got to the heist first and his kid got caught in the crossfire. So... What happens is you have these two different types of criminals going head to head. You have this new, you know, hot shot, you know, ex military group of guys that are basically doing it as a hobby yeah. rather than as a living. Like some Blackwater fuck Yeah, offs. like let's do something, make some quick cash, you know, and shoot some people because we miss war. Yeah. And then on the other side, you have Jason Statham, who is like a gangster. You know, like, he has an organization. <laughs> like, when he says, I need you to find these people, other people go out and find like, those okay. people. And when they bring them back, those people are really unhappy that they're there because there's a really good chance that a bullet is going somewhere in their body. Like, he's he's like a totally, he's the next level of criminal, you know, compared to these other guys. It's the way the whole thing gets framed and played out is is great. Like it's just a really, really well written and well thought out movie. It, sorry, I just realized how much I was talking right there. No, you <laughs> run away with it, bud. I'm of like the opposite side, so that's why I've just been letting you rumble. I to me, like, ding ding, round two. Yeah. <laughs> 
to me, it just doesn't feel like that thoughtful. It felt like kind of ham-fisted. It also made me like not care about his character. It's like because you're like you're mad at essentially what you do every day to other people because it happened to you, and I get that. And I get why you're so crazy. From an action point of view, it's, that's cool. I'm not saying that. Like, right. Obviously, there's cool shoot em up scenes. To an end, though, after a while, I'm just like, I just don't care as much. And they go about it, like, it, I think it takes overly long to figure out the guy who we all knew was the guy right. who betrayed him in the first place. Because they didn't hide that well at all, either. No. And if it wasn't the... I mean, I guess like you guys aren't a fan of it, but if it wasn't the 80,000th time of Jason Statham being Jason Statham, I might have liked it more. Like, See, to I, me, it was I just think him being since him. Since I'm enough of a fangirl of Jason Statham, <laughs> it doesn't come into the equation at all. I just felt like, you right I just felt like I could have edited this movie together from other Jason Statham movies. Like, <laughs> and at that point, I'm not like in love with it. Like, yeah. I just don't think... I Most Jason Statham movies are very... MMA karate kind of focused, and like way and more you snappy really one liners. Yeah. He hits people more than he shoots people. It's like right, right. It's, the it's same a different, dude. but no, I get that. But it's a very different approach to him. And he, I feel like the the character that he portrays in this movie is significantly more subdued than the normal character he plays. He's like yeah, he's it's more. A, it's a nuance. He's it is. It's a big time nuance, and it is different. Yeah. I'm not saying also it's not different. If it's I just, was a mobster, yeah. I don't know what lengths. To an end that I would go to if you murdered my son. Me neither. Like, like I, that, yeah, like, that, that like, really resonates not, with me. It's like John Wick all over again. Like, right. <laughs> like I think that's probably what a head mobster might do if you murdered his kid. But to me, that you have to figure out a different way to make me care. Because in the end, it's just like you do that every day. So right. I don't care about your feelings. Not that you wouldn't have them or do all those things. I don't know. He kind of feels like a mobster with a little bit of a moral compass to me. I don't think he really kills random kids and shit like that. I think that's the difference. If you send out a crew to rob a, a train like, or a truck, it could go wrong at any point and you could murder civilians at any point. And I think that's kind of what the the dichotomy that they're trying to show between like these guys that are just kind of upstart gangsters and him who like you hear about like how a criminal has like a weird code. Like it might not be legal, it might not be a thing they do and they go into it with the understanding that you know things can go wrong and we may kill innocent people, but that's not like their objective. Whereas that one guy in their group, that is in fact his objective. Like well, no, he when they wants show the to shot, shoot at people. When they show the know? shot again, the guy attacks him and he even says, damn it before he shoots him. Yeah. Like you can tell he's a hothead. Yeah. It's just, it it's super, super yeah. interesting. Like, cause I think that's what they're getting at in the film is they're trying to show that these guys are not like career criminals. They're assholes mm-hmm. and he's a career criminal. So he has like a weird moral code, which you know, again, is just a nuance. I yeah. totally get that. Everybody loves an outlaw. Yeah. So to me, this movie, I was loving it until you get his, which his twist isn't what made me not love it anymore. Yeah. The twist was fine, but then you have this one character, these three characters that they don't need to be in the movie. The FBI guys. Yes. They're just, they're just, they come along to paint this. Oh, this is the baddest ass of the baddest ass. Yeah. Watch him be baddest ass <laughs> for the next hour. <laughs> I'm just like, uh, like it's just so I don't need this. <laughs> if they'd been in the movie more, 
it would have made more sense. Or if they'd have been like a slapstick element, like trying to figure out shit, and he's just like foiling them with how badass he is. Yeah. Like they could have been cool characters, but they're just tossing nonsense characters. And then at the end, he's like, Are you done? He's like, Yeah, I'm done. And I'm like, Why? Like, who cares about this dude? <laughs> Maybe it's just their way of like justifying how he gets away with like just executing fucking people left and right so <laughs> i don't think you need it like, he shot a naked not. dude it no, was I, hilarious i'm not saying he's like executing it. people correctly. Are always hilarious <laughs> I, he was just laying down ass up and he's just like doosh, doosh. i think yeah. i think a lot of the time studios assume that audiences are stupider than they are and if somebody doesn't explain to the audience that he gets away with it because the cops let him get away with it yeah. then you know, they better tell somebody or no one will know, even though none of us are stupid enough to not know that he's just a criminal. And yeah. criminals get away with crime all the fucking time without yeah. the police saying, hey, go do your thing, buddy. Like, <laughs> 66% critic score, 90% audience score. It's about what I expected. I was, I personally was going to say 89 myself, so... I, I love Jason Statham movies. Crank was probably, I think, his worst one in my opinion. But there are no actors I that make absolutely love, their love movies. Him. There's a few. It's like you still have to like make a good movie to me. Not saying unless this is a one, but unless you're Nicolas Cage, then you can kind. kind well, of your idea of like a Nicolas Cage movie, like a good and mine too, idea of a good Nicolas Cage movie isn't good. <laughs> no, I don't know. I really good for like Bad Lieutenant. Yeah, I'm not saying there aren't it's movies that he's movie. made that are good though. I mean, he has made good yeah. movies, but like, he also makes really terrible movies that I still love. I just for love him as an sure. over-the-top person. That's probably <laughs> true. He did buy like way too many dinosaur skulls, and that's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> from, from I'm guessing you didn't watch the movie because you haven't said any lobby. <laughs> he he didn't. We were supposed to watch it last night, and I got home and just went right to bed. And then I, I knew That's why I, I haven't had, had much to say. I, uh, I, I plan on watching it because I fucking love Guy Ritchie and I fucking love Jason Statham. So I, movie's definitely going to get watched. Seen it, but I hadn't seen any of Sweet Tooth as of this morning. Uh, I, I wanted to get through as much of that as I could. So, so I guess I'm, it's I'm my personally. Fault. The other thing that personally hits me probably is I think Guy Ritchie's overrated. I like a lot of his movies, but I don't just love his movies. I love, I would say, 80% of his movies. His movies that star Madonna or Robert Downey Jr. are not my favorite movies. Also, his Disney remake movies, I don't like. What Disney remake? Oh, Aladdin. He directed Aladdin. Yeah, I fucking hated that. He directed the Sherlock Holmes movies with Robert Downey Jr. See, I like those. And he directed... uh, Cast Away like with fucking Madonna, which is terrible. I don't think I've seen that movie. It's terrible. Like, it? I really hate it. It's not the good Cast Away. It's not That's... all Cast Aways. <laughs> we are Cast Aways. So, I gave it an 89. 89. Um, honestly, for this movie, I, I would give it a 90. That's just where I'm at with it. Like I don't think it's I don't think it's like the best movie in the world, but I really like Jason Statham and Guy Ritchie's performance in this. So, or Jason Statham's performance and Guy Ritchie's directing. <laughs> Sorry, I, I was did. like, did I miss that cameo? No, 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 you didn't. That was my that was my brain going into full fart mode. I think full. I'm like a solid eighty. All right, yeah. I liked the movie less as it went on. Like, I but an eighty's not first. an eighty's not bad. No, it's not. I didn't hate the. Movie. It's not a bad movie, even. I think at the very least, it's just like a passable action yeah, it's, movie. Like it's if an you're not into flick. like, yeah, the, I'm fine with that. Like you know, as as we're looking at it to recommend to like our audience and stuff, 
if you like action movies, you'll find something in this to like. Yeah. You yeah. know, there's a lot of fun like stuff. Like I said, in it. it has a good action scenes. Yeah. And like, it's just like when I think about it, it all falls apart to me. It's like the, I don't care how many trees you've shaken, this is clearly not the best way to go about <laughs> yeah. figuring out who the bad guys are. <laughs> you know, once you've figured out what you should have done the second you met him because the dude had I'm robbing these trucks written all over my face. <laughs> Maybe. Because it's just like, to me, it's a difference of character, right? Like, if he even has an, an inkling that somebody may have done something, he's fucking killing everybody that they know yeah. and figuring out. But you can tell he has more than an inkling that the, it's an inside job. Right. And to me, his character would have just walked in in the middle of the day with 80 goons. Or his and goons just squad killed and just everybody. Started murking people. And like, <laughs> yeah. who the fuck did it? Like, but that, yeah. and I figure that- it out. And I think that's where his moral code comes into play, is that he doesn't want to kill innocent people. He doesn't give a fuck about killing other criminals yeah. or shooting Post Malone's dick. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Go suck your own dick. <laughs> Such a good moment. Boom. Like, he doesn't care about that because they're criminals, and they've chosen to come into his world. Yeah, see, these other but guys, he doesn't for all want... you know, these other guys are all criminals, too. Right, but he doesn't want to just randomly kill innocent people. He, wanna make, he wants to make... He's got a goddamn moral compass, he Doyle. Wants, he wants to make sure he kills the right I don't think people. they do a great job of expressing his mortal compass. I think they do, but that's just I me. I do as well. He's a All good right. he's a good killer. Yeah, he's he, a good bad guy. He kills for good. Ten All right. money. So we give this an <laughs> aggregate score of 86.3. After I've watched it, can I add my score? Sure. Yes. Okay. Because this is... Stop barking. This is It'll definitely one I'm going to, to be watching. I like this, by the way. Like, I like the this is a really great idea, Doyle, to give it a percentage score and then you know give it an overall score, and then we have this list of like where we think movies belong. You guys ever watch Top Gear? Yeah, yeah, I mean, not like, for a long time. You know how they had that board, yeah, where like every week they would have like a car go around the track, and like there was the the board would move based on how fast cars went. This feels like that, and that's really cool to me. When I heard the episode, because I wasn't there for that... Um, the first one? Yeah, I was fucking cracking up when you guys started talking about, like, twice and thrice-baked certified <laughs> shit. <laughs> that was great. No, I like this. This is this is good. So what is our top five right now? Uh, I, think, I think at the end of every episode we should start doing this. Top five. Sweet Tooth is number one. We're going to redo old shit. Seven is number two. We'll get there. Uh, Love, Death, and Robots is number three. Wrath of Man is barely number four. And then Army of the Dead is following it as number five by point three. So only one pop culture classic has cracked the top five so far. See how that goes. I like this. I, th- I think it's cool. You know, Shit that like kind of tracks because every time we watch an old movie, we're kind of like, it was good, but yeah. <laughs> just not quite holding up. All right. So before we wrap up, let's talk about, you know, uh, on, on recording, what are we going to do next time? Uh, we chose seven, right? Yeah. So I think Doyle. Doyle gets to choose. Because Monte Cristo sandwich was Jason. I'll figure that out, bro. Uh, all right, so we can't talk sandwich. about it. <laughs> well, we can't talk about that part. But what are some things that you'd be interested in talking about that have come out recently? I have a feeling we have to watch Loki. Loki, yeah, Loki, yeah. Loki for sure. How many? There'll be one. We'll be three episodes in. One, yeah. two. First episode's already out. I think second episode uh, comes out Wednesday. next week. Modoc's out on Hulu. 
Yeah. Oh, Modoc, yeah. Do we want to watch Modoc and Loki? I'm down with that. Just uh, go, I can probably just make go, that happen because there's only a couple episodes Marvel. of both. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. All right, Modoc, I heard Loki. a lot of good things about the first Loki episode that I haven't watched yet. What's the pop culture classic, Doyle? Unfortunately, I've heard nothing about Loki. I have. I've heard some good things. I have I've seen, watched the first episode. It was pretty fucking. I good. have seen pictures of Loki in a bunch of different outfits on IMDb, but that's it. And I've heard uh, what's his name, Owen. Uh, Owen Wilson's Owen fucking Wilson amazing is really good. In yeah, this, dude. I'm first excited episode's about, fucking good. Modok looks really, really funny. Like that's so. the one I haven't heard a ton about. Well, I think it's because it's on Hulu instead of Disney Plus, which makes it harder for them to push it. Yeah. Okay. What's so, up? Oh, never mind. Do I pick a movie that I think we're gonna hate? <laughs> no, he doesn't. He's about half and half. Here comes Battlefield. <laughs> no. No. Don't do that. I am gonna pick Spawn. We're gonna pick what? Spawn. Yeah. Spawn. Oh man, we're going hardcore comic books. I have not Bye. seen that movie in fucking forever. I think I only it, seen it once in my whole some life. Heartstrings here because as bad as that movie is, I, I love fucking it. love it. I like it too. <laughs> so <laughs> I think I do. I haven't seen it for years. <laughs> yeah. it, it has one of the most retarded fucking scenes ever recorded in cinema history. What's that? Where it's a. Uh, there's there's like victims being pulled out of like the action scene that just happened, and the EMT goes, "What do we got here? Gunshot wound to the head, Doc. Yeah, she's dead. <laughs> like the <laughs> dumbest fucking dialogue on earth. That's incredible. I'm gonna feel so bad if I don't like this movie. I so much pressure. <laughs> no, no. I just I, remember loading the violator. I'm also just like That's a huge spawn. Guy? I'm also a huge John spawn Leguizamo. fan. Not the vibrator. <laughs> I do like John Leguizamo. What's your favorite John Leguizamo? I just love that he hurt his back. Oh, like Jesus, I don't know. I have, I have to honestly say, I Is have watched The Pest so I knew it was gonna be the best. many times. <laughs> the Pest is good. Dude, it's such house, a funny movie. Dude, the house that, that I lived at right out of high school, like me and all of my friends lived in this shitty house called The Litter Box. One of the only VHS tapes we had was The Pest, and we watched it all the time. <laughs> I'm being hunted in- And it was always funny. It never stopped being funny. You were it's- high. No, I didn't even smoke dope back then. <laughs> Co-written I, by the weasel. I, I, that's not true. Either. I know. <laughs> yeah, that's not true at all either. He didn't do the heroin until he. But it is like his yeah. like version of that kind of movie to me. Oh yeah. Well, it's it's most dangerous game, but with well, John yeah. Leguizamo, like it's incredible. All right. Well, anyway, with that said, guys, thank you for giving us a listen. Be sure to check us out at TOTLB.com. You can also find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash TOTLB. Give us some support, and we'll come up with some good things. Smash that like button, hit subscribe. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> he just showed me the craziest meme. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, find, uh. Us, <laughs> find us at youtube.com slash thinking outside the long box be sure to like and subscribe and share it with your Fucking friends and of course if you have any underworld. opinions about chonclas or <laughs> werewolves or whatever <laughs> be, be sure to give us a call on the Michael Kirk Memorial Hotline you know one time he was pretending like he was a werewolf and he was running around the house chasing after these little midgets dressed <laughs> up in like tutus and stuff just he was going, on just a t- he was on. Oh, a- I'm gonna stick it in you. <laughs> he was on a ton of cocaine. He was wielding a baseball bat. <laughs> he, he, he died doing what he loved. 
cocaine and midgets. Until next time, be sure to give us a call at 970-573-6148. that much more. I've been Gabe. I'm Doyle. <laughs> I'm Tim. I'm Juan. Bye. <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon, and YouTube for behind-the-scenes information and more content! Thinking Outside the Long Box is a Baron Space production! Ah!